bro. I'm over here counting this bread. I keep the faces down. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> it's just like sometimes you have to move to the money. Because you, you, money is it's like the money is like a woman, bro. Money will do what it has to do, but it don't want to work too hard to get it done. You feel me? So you gotta meet it halfway there. <laughs> like that's like the easiest way I can say it. You feel me? Speaking of which, this my CFO calling. That means you back, bro. Peace, what's going on? How much? That's it? I guess. <laughs> All right, sound like a plan. Well, let's get to it. yesterday and like we had the lights cranked all the way up so it's just <laughs> it look a little off right now but yeah i enjoyed that and i'm i'm loving the production aspect but tonight we will be talking about you know like the hierarchy of information the the elite things and sometimes some not so much elite things but shit that just wasn't communicated to us as a community as a people us as men, because I'm not here to speak on a female perspective, but I know the things that I wish I was taught as a child or as a young man in order to keep me out of shit. So we gonna talk about some of that. Um, this my brother is really <laughs> super silent. I'm about to say, um, bro, you got anything to say? I'm about to say this FF, this freelance. I'm about to what, what um I was just I was thinking about you know some of the things that. Um, that I wish I was taught as as a young man. Um, just you know, certain things like you know, um, you know about credit and stuff like that. You know how to you know maneuver with with credit. How to get you know? I wish that you know in my younger years that. You know, my parents would have added me to, you know, their, their credit cards and things of that nature. So when I got out of the gate, I had, you know, when I became, you know, 18, 19 years old or whatever, I already had, you know, good credit. 
and could have could have leveraged playing with other people's money as a young man. Playing with other people's money. I I think that that was the uh, most important one to me. So, in all honesty, from what I heard as it pertains to, and I pulled this out so you could see, like, I be needing y'all to see. This is the type of shit people want to see. So sometimes you just gotta pull it out so you can live it. This not this not all. It's a little bit more than right. But from what I'm hearing is from from this particular perspective, it's about the importance of financial literacy for this aspect that you wanted to close the gap on. But when it is when it comes to our parents, sometimes like they legit don't know because like we not being taught this type of stuff in school, like. They don't let us know the zip code that they put us in is going to redline our credit, which is going to put us in a lower position than people right next door. That screws us from the jump. Um, just us knowing that, like, if you get a P.O. box, that shit, a P.O. box in a different city, it changes your credit score, yeah? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, that's, that's shit is crazy. But I can't, we can't necessarily fault our parents for it because, oh, no. like, some of them, like, some of our parents still ain't got good credit. <laughs> True. You know, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not faulting my, you know, I don't fault my parents for anything. My, I believe that, you know, I had some of the greatest parents in, in what, what I would consider in the world. Um, but, you know, when, when you ask those, you know, those, those kind of questions, you know, and, and the thought that that's pretty much the the only thought process that came to my mind the most was you know about you know leveraging uh business and it would have made it a lot easier um I, I, i'm looking at what's going on around you know the world now and, and how it, it, it appears that you know everyone is jumping on this entrepreneurship kind of uh you know road which i'm excited about you know seeing people you know, uplift themselves and, and pull themselves up by their own bootstraps and stuff like that. But it, it also sad, not saddens me, but you know, the thought process is, you know, I'm 47 and everything that I learned about business. With a solar retirement coming up, Gemini sees it, woo woo. <laughs> so, um, you know, my thought process is, you know, wow. I just I wish that it would you know coming up in business it was it would have been kind of cool to have you know a whole bunch of people that or not a whole bunch of people but a strong a, a, a tighter clique that I grew up with that could have came up in business you know with me and you know most people said well damn why didn't you teach them I did try to teach them but because they weren't educated inside their households everything that I did as a young man was kind of weird. I was looked at as an outcast, you know what I mean? Well, in that era, well, yeah, trust me, I get it. I was I was a loner individual and I was by myself a lot, studying and doing whatever, but it, it was beneficial when I look at myself and today. So, with me, with me having that same understanding as you, I kind of feel as if, um, my high ass. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to word it. But um, with our parents and that education gap, 
if they were able to enroll you into a society or a group for like young men in order to you know like pass this information down would you would you as a child like genuinely want to join that shit or would you feel like it was lame no nah, I didn't think you know my, my parents had me into a lot of weird shit when I was younger um as it relates to you know trying to educate me in different different areas and stuff like I was forced to travel I was forced to sit with other cultures other than my own when I was uh forced to, to wine and dine throughout, you know, with politicians and their families and, and things of that nature, which was which was cool. Um, but I also knew that there was, it was us and then it was them. Um, I knew it wasn't, at that point, an even playing field, you know. Um, and then, you know, I developed a kind of attitude uh, at a very young age, where I said, you know what, fuck it, fuck it, and fuck them. I'm, you know, I'm gonna be whatever it is that I want to be, and I, you know, put blinders on, and my, you know, put blinders on. I went and focused on different things that I wanted to be. I wanted to be, you know, a real estate investor. I wanted to be a businessman. I, you know, someday be a husband. Speaking on that, be um, as it pertains, because when. You were talking about the fields you work here. You you really don't bring it up that much, but I know for sure that you used to work on Wall Street, and that is something that I got that education as a child because I went to private school. I went to military school, but I don't. I have never came across another person because I don't know none of the children I went to school with. That shit, they probably running fourteen five hundred companies and stuff. Probably got billion dollar companies because of the type of education they had. But um, I got introduced to the stock market in second grade. Like they were legit showing me on Apple computers how to buy, sell, and trade stock. And in today's society, like that shit is nothing. Like I'm, like if you on my squad, like I tell y'all, like yo, this gonna be a good one because I can see the way I've been brought up in this. Is I can see the longevity in the business. For somebody who actually worked, got up. Four in the morning, made it to Wall Street, put a suit on, have to be down there, just like Wolf on Wall Street. What is something that you feel is imperative for us to learn or know about stock, like for adults and children? I can't. I'm. I'm. A, you know. I'm. A, I'm. A, this. And I'm. A, I'm going to say this. I'm stumbling over my words, but I'm going to be real transparent, and I hope that um, you understand when I say this. Because um, me and you have a covenant with each other that we'll never lie to each other. But while I spent my time on Wall Street, Wall Street, although Wall Street is, is very, you can learn a lot. But when I was on Wall Street, I was high every day. And the one thing that I want you to understand. Hold on. Is, well, no, let's, don't cut me off. I'm, I'm not, I, mean, I was about to choke. That's why I was like, high, hold up. I was high every day. So. <laughs> One thing that Wall Street is a master of is getting a hold of you. Well, Wall Street is sort of like Wall Street. I mean, not uh, not Wall Street, like Hollywood, in a sense. When you go to work, the cool thing about what I see now, let me backtrack a little bit. The cool thing of what I see about now is that a lot of people are taking advantage of or taking responsibility for their own financial future. They're not putting their hands, I mean, their money in the hands of, let's say, a financial advisor 
or a stockbroker per se, because the truth of the matter is that you're, if you're not investing your own money or controlling the investments of your own money and putting it in the hands of a broker, your success or your failure lies in the hands of a person. Whatever they did the night before, that's what the outcome is going to be in your portfolio. So if you're winning nine times out of 10, your stockbroker was either high and he's good on drugs and, you know, he's, you know, illuminated himself to another realm and he sees stuff that, you know, the, the average person can't see or he crashes and can't see the trade or he didn't have the right drug or whatever and you know, you're going to do bad for that day. So that's the, that's what I experienced on Wall Street. There were, there was not a lot of good days for me on physical Wall Street. That's why eventually I left so that I could live. I ain't mad at that. Yeah. But even still, so would you understand what you do know about stocks? Well, well, like, I have an introduction to it. Main, my main reason why I asked him is because he actually worked in that. He worked as the people who move your money. So he has a better understanding of the mechanics of that system than somebody just looking on the outside because he's actually been able to be hands-on with it. That was my main reason for asking that so he can give his input. But me, myself, I know... Understanding about blue chip companies is important. The ones that kick out dividends and also understanding what the company, what the dividend is going to look out versus how much money you're going to be paying per time you buy in versus with the, the going up and going. You got to be good at math to be good at stocks. If you bad at math, you shouldn't play with that stuff because if you want to succeed in it, it has a lot of accounting going on. Because you need to be able to see the projections. You're going to have to go back and look at the past statistics and also see how much it's increased throughout this time or if it's decreased. And then because most people think it's just good to buy when it drops. But you know, like how I know, that's not always the case. Correct. Because you have to look at the, here's, here's the reality. Of it. I mean, to make it, we don't want to get too deep into it and confuse our audience. Everything always repeats itself in life, and that's the same with these companies and the stocks that you're looking at. We, we're, we're looking at, just just think for the, about this for a minute. You're looking at haircuts from the 70s now. You're looking at clothes, we're wearing clothes. Everything is recycling itself. So even when you're looking at a company, you look at where it's been, where it's at now, and where it's going, and know that the pattern Nine times out of ten is going to repeat itself. It always does. So the key word, pattern. I am big on patterns. The patterns for success have already been laid out. And that's the reason for this conversation right now. So we can pinpoint those patterns or those things that are lacking in some of your lost patterns. So you can input it in. So you can make these adjustments and changes. And some people don't know anything about stock. It's important to know about stocks and bonds and mutual funds. I have a friend, I've said this before on videos before, and great woman, um, mother of my god child, her and her husband, everything is super spectacular. She comes from a 
both parent household and her mom was a financial advisor and she like she do taxes yeah but i i i, I again I, I, she might be a great per, person and everything but also keep this in mind you know that you have to learn no i'm talking about jazz not i'm not talking about her mom her mom great too okay. but i was speaking about jazz yeah okay you but you know to the audience you have to learn how to no one can invest your no one should be able to invest your money better than you bet on yes you know learn what you can learn and if you if you if you make a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars in a month or a day or whatever that you did not have to work for you know you you, you put it somewhere and it's growing and compounding and stuff like that you're doing better than the average person out here um don't put your my, I, I can't say don't, but a lot of financial, but I know a lot of financial advisors that who suck. They, 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 invest, they, they make a lot of poor financial decisions, you know, and I know them personally. So, um, just keep that in mind. Just, just because someone wears the, the name, you know, or, you know, have earned their, they take a test to become a financial advisor. You don't have to be good at counting numbers you don't the computer does a lot of bullshit for you yeah so just keep that in mind my reason for um bringing up um baby girl is because her mom was bright enough to where she had got her mutual funds or bonds when she was a child and it ended up paying for her whole college education now if she decided not to go to college her mom put her in a position of where she could pay for her house she could pay for cars and she could utilize these things for any of her needs after when she was of age and that right there was an important strategic move. So understanding commercial papers and how to leverage them, that's something that we are not taught that we for sure need to know. And like, um, even like we speak about relationships, a lot of us don't get taught how to deal in relationships or like how to communicate with people. And like I said, I agree with other people on like when they say this, our, our people, we need therapy because we don't know how to deal with each other. And we don't we don't know how to deal with ourselves or our emotions. So that right there is us learning about ourselves. So that's the reason why I promote NATO charts. Actually, I was going to my computer the other day, and I have seen yours. Well, I I, I think um, as we so we're on relationships right now. The I, I the think, things that we don't get taught about yeah, relationships. I, I, yeah, I th well, I, I think well the things that we don't get taught about relationships. I think that that is. A very um a very challenging subject only because who the fuck really knows how to have a great relationship I mean you know most of us everybody most, most of most of us you know most of us wake up and they say you know you you know you, most people wake up and they're feeling lonely so they, they grab the first thing smoking if the guy's got great arms you know if the girl's got a nice, sexy body or whatever, they grab the, you know, or or not, you know, it's sexy and looking good is all behold in in the person's eyes. So, you know, that you know what looks good to one person may not look good to another. But anyway, that what happens is you accept the first thing. You don't look at the red flags. You don't look that the the guy didn't work or the girl doesn't have a job or you know. You know she's uh you know suffering from different things you know these are all the things that you 
you got to spend time in the beginning. And they family. You got to you got to spend time in the beginning asking. You know, you got to ask questions and tell the truth. You know, you want to have a successful relationship, tell the truth. Yeah. You know, if 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 you if you're a guy and you're a cheater, say you're a cheater. You know, you know, if, or you can word it like you're uh, misunderstood and monogamy yeah. is not natural for you. Because cheating is a concept. I'm not justifying no, no, nobody no. who breaking no contracts with a spouse or anything no. at all. But that's a concept that is taught here. That shit is taught here. Yeah, well, well, you know, just, just, just tell the truth, man. And when you tell the truth, you know, you, you, you can, you'll really realize you'll, you'll become a better person as it relates to a relationship. Because one, you'll be sitting down in front of each other and you can say yo well he he never lied to me you know he said that he suffered or not suffered but he enjoyed this way like that and, and 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 understand this if that's you and the woman doesn't accept you or the man doesn't accept you for you being you that's not the person for you and this is uh, aspect of things that we're not taught. Yeah. Understanding how just being truthful in a relationship will save you from you not wasting years yeah. of your life. I get asked. I get asked questions. I get asked this million dollar question: Is you know as nice as you are, why are you not settled down? You know why? Why are you not with? You know with you know a significant other and stuff like that. And I'm telling you. I think, I believe it's because I tell the truth. Well, at this stage in the game of my life, you know, I've only been telling the truth about 10 years now, you know? Hey, so man, it, it, gets, it gets you. I'm about to say, when you, nowhere, when you, I'm, but also, depending on the, depending on the field you work in, this is also some shit we're not taught. Depending on the field you work in, you're going to be trained to become a liar. Yeah, well, Wall Street, Wall Street real estate trains you to be a liar. Yeah, it does. Well, it, it, banking, you know, it, it, it does. But yeah, you know, I remember wearing a wedding ring when I didn't have when I wasn't married. Just you know? for that, just to, to make the, my my person sitting in front of me feel comfortable in doing business with me. Because they know that, not knowing, I was going to I was going to take that million dollar check from one way or another. It was, it was coming out of their hands, you know. That's nuts. It's just like how these particular things, and that's a understanding that having certain women around you, things that we're not taught, having women around you in business meetings, open up doorways, like having being married, it opens up doorways for you. It do. Half of the offices that you got, well, before COVID, when you walked in people's office buildings and you, and you sat down either with a doctor or, or, or uh, what is it, you know, a doctor or whatever, and you see those pictures in the office of him and his family, nine times out of ten, they ain't his fucking family. It's not his family. He wants you to feel comfortable in doing business with him. You know, man, did you see his wife? His wife is beautiful. Please. Photoshop. Huh? Photoshop. <laughs> boy, he bought a family, you know? That's what I always say as well, like, like, Mark marketing. I've seen some marketing is things for, magic, bro. Yeah, it is. Marketing is magic. Is. We used to call it uh, we, we used to call it smoke and mirrors. 
people are smoking mirrors. Like you have to, you have to understand that, like things that we don't know. People study us. Understanding your psychiatry, your psychiatry, the supply and demand, the wants and needs that you have as a people, and also not being weak and playing on that shit as well. Right. Because if we understand the shit that we actually need versus that we want, shit would be completely different out here. Yeah. We we're being conditioned because of economics to only deal with what is being put in front of us. So that supply is all we believe that we are demanding. We're not demanding anything other than what's else being put in front of us. So we keep on getting the same shit every time. Right. And that's that's the same shit that happens in relationships as well. You're not making a demand. You're being satisfied with what's just coming in front of you. And then if, if you're not attracting the right thing, you're going to settle with some shit. And especially just the, like how you said, not being honest within the relationship. Mm-hmm. This was this will stem to it being a... It, it'll, last, it'll last for what, what I call a flicker. A flicker. <laughs> it'll be a flicker. You'll have one good porno. Once you stop hitting the scenes right, it's over. It's over. Man or female, once it, it won't last forever. You know, it, it will not last forever. And, you know, everybody that, you know, believes that, I mean, I mean, you posted something the other day, which was phenomenal. To, you know, I, I, I looked at it and I laughed and it was so true. Um, you know, you got billionaires being cheated on and unhappy in their relationships. So what makes a guy... You know, an average and ordinary guy that makes, you know, 250000 a year, $300,000 a year, 60000 a year. The average motherfucker not even 60, making 30000 30, a year. What does he think? How does he think that his money, why would he even think in his mind that his money could keep his woman or the woman could keep her man forever off of those salaries and stuff like that? It's truth will set you free. Truth will give you longevity. Well, no. and even in some aspects, because like I had to look at it today, something like this is something that one of my fathers did express to me is like, um, you have to give time back to those who give it to you. So like making sure that you give family time, that shit will be the reason why you don't have a relationship just because like you're not even present there. And then sometimes these are the situations with people with money because they're so dedicated to work. And I'm guilty of that sometimes myself. I, sometimes I refuse to be present because I understand what comes with me being present in the workforce. That shit pays bills. It brings in fucking lump sums of money and things just by me being there. But that's a sacrifice that I take. But I also have to understand the consequence of that. Yeah, but you, but you, it's not. But it, it would be. It, here's the thing. Everybody has to sign up for that. Yeah. And, you know, and that's that's a part of telling the truth. You know what? You know I used to work. Uh, I used to work like I was in prison, 24 hours a day, one hour out. You know what I mean? That means I work 24, 23 hours out of the day, chill the hour out of the day. You know, I was on everything that kept me up. <laughs> you know, everything. I mean, we don't need to go through it. Because we... You know, <laughs> I get it. You know, it's cracking up, but like, like, yeah, it was like every, you know, everything that kept me up. You know, and cool if, if you would, you know, and I was arrogant as hell. I moved like a spaceship, and everything had to move with me. If it didn't move with me, get the fuck out of here. You know, and that's the wrong, you know, 
for me, I, you know, for other people, it might be the right attitude to have. For me, it was, you know, when my mother, you know, looked me in my eyes one day and she said, you know what, I don't even know who you are anymore. You know, I don't even know who you are anymore. You know, and now, you know, looking back, now that my life is so much different and it's changed a lot, you know, she, she looks and, you know, makes jokes about my, uh, she makes jokes about my uh, past, past life. You know, she she does little skits like <laughs> like me going off and you know stuff like that. You know, what do you mean you want me to go on vacation? What do you mean you want me to do this? What do you mean? You know, if it didn't have anything to do with my kid, I I didn't want to hear it. I wanted to I wanted to work. My work was my was my wife. You know, so. I understand that completely. I feel the same exact way. But um, I, it crossed my mind as well because I want to make sure that I really pinpoint the importance or like at least the topics that way you all can look into them yourself about some of the things that are just not impressed upon us because either our parents didn't know, they refused to educate us on it because of the type of individuals we would be if we knew about these things. It's got to be, It's you know, in my opinion, it's got to be your God first family second, business third, to have a successful anything, you know? Yeah, and that and you're right, because you said you worded it right. It's your God, and you know, that's what's that's impressed. Because I don't, I don't want to press upon, and, you know, I don't want to get into politics and religion and stuff like that, yeah. but it has to be, you know, your God first, family second, and then your business in that order, or you're not going to have success. You know, you'll be you'll be a billionaire, but miserable. I know a lot of miserable billionaires and millionaires. You know, a lot of them. Well, not a lot, but you know, because there not there are not a lot of them out here. But I know a few of them too. And that's unfortunate. I'm I, bro. I remember when baby girl had jumped off the balcony at down at the penthouse and shit. Remember I told you you had yeah. pulled up yeah. down there when the shit happened. I'm like, how bad is yeah. life? That you live in a penthouse yeah. and you're just going to body yourself. Yeah. Life, life is, you know, life, life, it could, life is beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Life is beautiful, man. Uh, I'm loving these crops. Beautiful. These you like the crops? They are so comfortable. Yeah, they are. I'm not just saying, I don't care how much money I make, man. My, my brother is like, them ugly ass shoes. Yeah. I was just like, but I'm flat foot. They feel great. <laughs> yeah, they, they do feel good. Yeah. So, um, ETFs, there's a couple people who speak about ETFs, uh, EFTs, and it was so, oh yeah, yeah, I had went to an art gallery today when I was coming back to town, and it was an um, artist, shout out to him, he did great work, and he do like this collage work, um, damn, his name escapes me, but I'll make sure, <laughs> it was like, bro, he got a little setup down in Hollywood, Florida and stuff, and um, he gonna be down there till May. But I had seen, I had asked him, I was like, as an artist, how do you feel about NFTs? And he was like, I feel like the market is, or what, the way I'm paraphrasing, he kind of said the market is kind of saturated and he's seeing a lot of trash art come out there. And then that's not really to his liking. But even like being able to get the inside scoop from somebody's perspective, that's one thing I always um, recommend that you do. If you have questions about a particular field or something, ask the people who actually work in this field 
and like get their perspective that way you can actually learn it's an aspect of mentorship a lot of us were not taught that because shit some of us didn't have our parents but uh shout out to the moms who actually do that for their little boys and like they look to enroll them into programs and like find like big brother programs and stuff for them because they understand how important mentorship or just having that male perspective in their life is and i can't impress how important mentorship is because he mentors me in certain aspects and i have multiple mentors whether like they're virtual or whether they are like real life and like you can learn from anybody so we got eft's and what was the other one oh trust how important do you feel it is that we utilize or at least know what a trust is and for us as a people? Because I know that's not shit they teach in school. I don't, I they don't teach about trust till you take business or law in college. Yeah, oh, and I've never been, so I don't know if, if they do or not. So um, <laughs> what I do know about, you know, I had to learn about trust on my own. I. I if you ever wrote, if you ever wanted to um, realize, or not realize, but understand that there's a small percentage of people who run the world, and you know we already always hear about the Rockefellers, the Kennedys, and and you know situations like that. How they, one of the components that they use, and. Uh, developing generational wealth is through insurance policies, um, uh, uh, building tr uh, real estate trust, um, family trust, and things of that nature. And understand this, they are very selective about, and this is one of the other things that you know, we, we weren't taught. I was taught this, but a lot of people weren't taught this in their households um, was you have to be very selective about who you you allow in your family. You know, when you when you call a person family, it's very important to monitor who your son is dating, who your daughter is dating, and things of that nature, because relationships, relationships, and 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 money begets money. That means if you know if your daughter or your son is dating someone from a family that has money that helps the, the generational wealth compound you know you you know the you know uh, you couldn't just there was a day where you just couldn't marry whoever the, whoever the fuck you wanted to marry yeah you know, when dad's left will, that's will, when that shit stopped it will destroy it will destroy the family lineage um so a lot of the trust when you when you set up trust now what you have to do is, or one of, you know, a suggestion is, you know, there are components that you can put in the trust where, you know, God forbid, if you got a million dollar policy on yourself and let's say somebody, you passed away or somebody, you passed away, there are things in the trust that can be set up where if, uh, let's say John, which is your son, doesn't bring business ideas to the to the uh to the business which because your family is a business it, you know fam, you know we can use the word family and use it love and all of that kind of crap but at the end of the day 
a family is a business. So well, this how so you that, been. This how you been reading pages out the new books, bro. Sweet, I swear, sweet. like, cause you, Demar, that's those exact words yeah. that I have in the new book, like, cause so you write. The, the family. So that being said, you have to control how your son, um, you know, when he comes, it's, it's like when he comes to the to the trust to 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 be taken care of in the trust. If he wants to stay in the family. He has to pitch an idea to the trustee, who's ever in charge of that trust, to see if his idea is good. And then the rest of the people on the board of the trust, that means the rest of the family members, has to co-sign to say, okay, cool. He wants to own, let's say, a water ice company. We're in, we're in I Florida. I need a sound machine. All right, like, let, I just, I'm about to throw some money in here because it's just like, it's just it's giving you all so much game right now. God damn. Let's say he owns a, uh, he, we're, we're in a city where they don't have like water ice stores like or, or vendors and stuff like that here, right? So let's say he started that here and the rest of the board has to approve that that's an that's a okay business and they have to do a projection. They have to have a business plan Fast. just like any other company before the trust. So what you're saying is him, run your family. Him money. You're saying run your family like these 14, 500 companies. You have to, man. That And you have to run your relationships by it because after the marriage, let me tell you something. After the marriage, after you, you know, to death do you part, you come back from the honeymoon and stuff like that. I'm telling you, after that, it's, you know, it's it's running a business day to day. Because you got bills to pay. You got bills, you to, got pay. bills to pay. You, bills to pay. You, know, you know, you're running a real serious situation. And you look at a family that's living paycheck to paycheck, and you look at a family that looks like, or not looks like, it, you know, they're really doing it. You know, that's because, you know, they, they made a decision to pull all the, you know, you ever seen a house, where you know it seems like a hundred people are coming out of the same house. That's because they they brought a big mansion or they brought you know a five or six bedroom house and they put their all their money together and they don't mind co-oping together, co-oping their money together, co-oping their business ventures together. You know, okay, you get a restaurant today. Two years from now, when that when that builds a profit. You know, we'll get you the barbershop you want, Let's, whatever, and vice versa. And gotta you know, show them, gotta show them what that looks like you know? in real time. So, like, so what you're saying is, this is yours. So, you worked for that. I worked for this. Mm -hmm. What we do is we put this together, and we get whatever we need as a family, and then I know I actually know people who have like agreements like this within their family. I can't buy shit until everybody in our group or our trust can afford it. So if I want a new motorcycle, I can't get it to everybody at least got the seven, eight racks in their account in order for me in order for me to get it. Because what I'm doing is I'm acquiring a liability and I'm pulling down the family's value. Correct. And that also is the same exact thing with relationships and these are things that we're not taught because if I just go date some girl with some big ass and she just like, no, I got money and she just think that this is going to be a free ride. And I allow that shit. What I've done is I have invited a liability into my household and my family. And they're usually going to end up taking and if then in a relationship don't end up working out. Nine times out of ten, the individual ends up on child support. And then that's another deficit to the family's value. 
So being mindful of the relationships you make and the decisions you make and also making sure that you are of value to the network that you are attached to, mainly the first one that you come in on, your family. And don't, and don't, the, the other thing is this, I, I want to say this and, you know, you guys can, can, can slam me for it or whatever, but there's a lot of, you know, this social media, I'm nothing, I have nothing against social media. What it does is social media is a good thing and it's a bad thing. It collapses time frames. That means you don't have to, a guy like myself who, 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 basically ran a company or ran companies, you know, basically the hard way, you know, cold calling and doing all kinds of, you know, foot soldier and all of that. Now you can do everything you need to do from a handset, right? That being said, there's a lot of stuff going on out here. But what I'm, what I'm also seeing is it's a lot of people committing suicide, being depressed every day because they don't have what they're viewing on social media. Let me say something to you. That shit is not the same. I, you can, you, if you work at McDonald's, Wendy's, Publix, uh, it's a fucking start. You start, you contribute to your family some way, somehow. Play your part is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you gotta work at McDonald's and all that, but what I am saying is, it doesn't matter. Have the conversation with your families and make sure everybody is moving like a unit. So when you wake up, you're waking up, with a, you're going to work with a different purpose, knowing that the end of being at this job or being, you know, doing whatever it is, you, whether you're a fisherman, it doesn't matter what you are, the days of whatever it is that you really want can be there because now it's not you just working. You have, you're, you're collectively building something with your whole family. Now, what so, I'm a real life situation, not to, um, I'm using that as an example. So what if I'm an individual and I have this bright ass idea and it comes to mind where I wanna have an account with my family and we wanna have just an investment account and then we all put $50 in a month and then over a select amount of time, depending on how many people it is within the family or if they wanna input in more, like we have uh, money in order for us to either buy a property, land, a business, you know, or either invest into other ventures. But what if my family is not necessarily jumping on board? Would it be would it be out the question for me just to make my own business family or my own trust family? No, I mean, I, a lot of people do that. You know, it, you you. The, the, your family is not necessarily the family that you were born into. Facts. Just because uh, your blood runs through your veins, it's a lot of blood that's running through people's veins out here that has mine that I don't even know. But I can't waste time, you know, trying to find them or, or even when we meet. You know, let me tell you the running joke in my family is. The running joke in my family when we're all together, and I mean my whole family, Okay, when we're all together, or majority of them, when we're all together and we're in a room together longer than an hour, normally me and my pop will leave that event or leave the room going, man, that was, that was unbelievable. And no one knows that we're being sarcastic, sarcastic you know, like, damn, you know, no one argued, no one fought, 
you know, everything was great, you, you know? So, yes, sometimes you had, your family is, you know, come on, let's face it. You mean, I, I grew up where, you know, I woke up and it was people living with us that wasn't technically my blood. And they're like family. They're, you know, it's, you know, you laugh every now and then and you say, damn, man, I forgot that you really like my brother. Or damn, I forgot that you really like my sister. <laughs> you, tell, you tell me that if you wanted to put together a trust or a, a business or something like that, you would exclude them because they're not your family, but they've been living with you for the last six, seven years or 10 years, and they've developed the same habits as you. And, you know, what if they don't have family? Or what if, you know, what if their family is another country? You know, no. Let's see. No. And then we, it, this is uh, things that most of us are not aware of that may happen because we have to look at the, the full outcome. I'm somebody who builds businesses. I build businesses that actually make money. So, and let's say that Tom, my family. Tom wasn't Michael's brother. And that, and that's this is the point I'm about to get to. And the so, Godfather. So look, but this is the point I'm about to get. To, but what I still you, I have I have I have blood like, I have blood family, yeah. and then I have somebody who steps up beyond my actual blood family, and then they put themselves in a position in order to be my predecessor, and then you know what they actually end up doing? They put their family in line above mine for the the legacy that's been built, and that could potentially become a problem for what I want for my future generations. But also a disruption with my family. But shit, how can you be mad if you didn't step up? Yeah, you, you, you can't be mad. Or you can't, you can't, you know, as as the family, you can't be mad. You know, you can't. You know, I used to tell my friends when, you know, because I don't have many friends now. But growing up, you know, again, I was a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Buying, fixing, and flipping real estate instead of selling drugs. Are you crazy? Yeah. In my mind, if I buy and fix and flip a, a piece of property 10 times and make, I was buying property for 10 grand, rehabbing them for 20, and selling them for 150, 175, I was, in my opinion, I was making more than a drug deal. I was doing that every 90 days. Now, yeah, because you now, do the math, you know, on wholesale retail, unless you really move in weight, I'm like, and then you getting hundreds on thousands because that's the breakdown. Man, when I ran the numbers on most guys that were selling drugs in, in my area in Philadelphia, on a kilo of cocaine, their profit was, was maybe, if they were selling the whole brick, not busting it down, and you know, and having people moving hand in hand, they will make their profit was maybe four grand at the, at that time, you know. So to me, the the risk. Yeah, the risk actually the risk is not worth the reward. Wasn't, wasn't worth the reward to me. Risk way higher way. selling Schedule One drugs. People crazy yeah. as hell when you can actually find other avenues. But see, that's another thing. The things that we're supposed to be told, like you're supposed to be told as a child that there is a system that they're only going to present these options. So, like, best damn example I can give you. This is a Monopoly board. These are our tokens that we use to move around the board, right? So, we have three tokens. This is all the pieces they give you with the fucking game. These are the only options you have. But 
Nobody ever said that you just couldn't do. No, I don't want to use those here. I'm going to use this piece to move around the board. Just think outside. You can make your own options, yo. You can make your, you can, you can alter the rules that have been put in front of you in order to make a better life for yourself. Every time I've gotten in trouble in life and it was good, some, some was good. It was, you know, good, bad or indifferent. It was all a learning experience was because I created my own door. You know, you're not going to tell me that these are my only options. But that's, that's what happens. Like, yeah. because you have to be a football player, you have to be a rapper, you have to be a basketball, yeah. or you're going to be subject to becoming a drug dealer. And then I, even myself, I got caught up in the, the stereotypical situation because of the way that the economic situation is in the United States. I actually was overqualified at the age of 18 through 21 for any form of employment. They were not willing to pay me what I was worth because of my education and because of my previous work experience. My mom had her own businesses, so I used to manage them. So I had a legit resume. So they're seeing me at 18 through 21 as a, with managerial experience and also college education. And they're like, we can't afford you. So you want to know what I did? I decided to make some money yeah. because I, I'm allergic to broke. Yeah. And then I got myself into a mindset where I needed to establish something like how the risk wasn't worth the reward. So I had to adjust that risk level and like go back to my roots and understand like shit. Your parents didn't send your ass to private school for you to make these ignorant decisions. So, like, literally, utilize the resources that have been put in front of you. And sometimes that's the people. Whatever, whatever, whatever it is, you're, whatever it is you're good at. You know, if you're good with sales, sell a product. If you're good at, at cooking, cook, sell dinners until you get enough money. It, two, two things. He said, restaurant, he know? said a product, and then he said cooking. That's a service. It's one or the other. Either you're giving a product or a service. You can't get away from it. Right now, we are providing a service. Oh, but we um sweepstakes and stuff. Like y'all be seeing all the the fly shoes laying around and stuff. For sure, for sure, we will be um doing a sweepstakes, and it will be like a ticket giveaway, and all of those individuals who are members. So we have um, on YouTube, we have our, our money members and you are automatically enrolled into the raffle if you're a money member. And also if you are a silver or a gold member on iTunesworks.com, you are automatically enrolled into the raffle. I know when the first vehicles we're gonna be doing is a 750 BMW. And like we already get like, I'm not gassing y'all, you see like, like we have that car already. And I have another, I have, a, that one is black, and we have a, I guess like a light blue, sky blue BMW as well that we're going to be doing. But I'm looking, a couple people asked me for some trucks and things, so for those of y'all who've been asking on Facebook, I'm just waiting for the website to get put up by the tech people, and then you will be able to get your car, whoever will get it. And the tickets is, for anybody who else trying to get in, the ticket's $50, so that's, that's a $50 BMW, yo, that I can't say it no other way. The, and then these are things that we're not taught. You want to know why I'm doing this? Because this is a hell of a tax write-off for my company. It is a for a, couple, for a few of my companies. And also, always keep it 100 with y'all. You have to be mindful. For anybody who's looking to do something like this, you have to understand that raffling is illegal in the majority of the states. And you have to follow gambling guidelines. 
Thankfully, I have a tribal designation and we're clear for class two and class three gaming. So it allows us to do these things. We actually have some members in a, in a tribe who actually have, um, they got um, gaming websites. They making money off it. Like they making online money. And these are just like, think outside the box, yo. If they can do it, why can't you? Like we're the ones who made the internet. <laughs> we're the ones who established a lot of these pieces of tech, even cell phones. There was a melanin man who made cell phones, yo. So just understand where you come from and what's actually in front of you. Know your network. Know your network. You got some closing statements? We coming up on the end right now. Peace. <laughs> amazing week. Great weekend. I'll see you on Tuesday on my birthday. And uh, Damn, that's next Tuesday. What's yeah. the date? God damn, it's been yeah, We'll be partying in, in outer space. And uh, <laughs> I will email you your invitation. Okay? Yeah, if you're in South Florida, oh yeah, bro said he down here in South Florida for sure. Oh, bro did, it was, I don't want to be rude, excuse me. Bro did ask a question about trust for a single male. So, um, as a single male, or from somebody who has been a single male, which the majority of us have been, how do you establish yourself in order to make sure that you are in a position to where when you do decide to have children or when you want to, you know, like find that particular spouse, you have that high value situation or you're working yourself into this valued situation? So you ask that question again. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> you are, G. I know that shit was long. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, my attention span is not that long. I no, I got this. I got the studio smoked I out. Sleep, I have sleep apnea. No. <laughs> Alright, so as a single man or a man who has potentially been single or, you know, all of us have been single, how do I put myself in a position like as it pertains to like my trust and my estate planning to where I am prepared for my children and my spouse and like I'm establishing like a high value situation or I'm putting myself working myself into a high value situation. To come to Futuristic. Yeah, like because if I don't have it right now, like I should be, I, I have an understanding of what I want, so I'm going to work towards it. Okay. So how do I, how do I do this as a single male? Um, I think I'm, I'm not. Um, here's here's how I'm gonna answer that. When this show is over, reach out to DJ, ask him for one of his books on trust. It's, it's, take his, uh, his class. It's very, it has a lot of information about trust in it. And it will give you a greater idea of what trust you would need as a single man and what trust you will need once you start adding, you know, a wife, kids, businesses, things of that nature. Um, and the reason why I'm answering your question like this is because we're pressed for time. Um, he will get you the book or get you signed up for his class. And I'm telling you, by the time you finish the class, everything that you want to know about trust and what it is that you should have, you will know. He didn't hold back. He didn't keep secrets in the books. I mean, in the in the class. And, you, you know, it will, it will help you out a great deal. Yeah, it got templates in there, too, for anybody. And I am... Um we are in the, we coming, what, this is about to be the third week? Yeah, this is the third week of the month, so we are releasing another class this upcoming week. On top of, the raffle will be done this month as well. So, and, and it's, and it's, I, 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 
it's not rocket science. It's it's easy. To, it's an easy read, um, and that's that. That that's my closing statement. <laughs> get the get the class. Sign up for his class. So, okay. if you're looking for it right there, atuneworks.com. Make sure y'all tap in, tune in. Make sure y'all come back next week. Um, like, subscribe, share. Peace and love. Peace. Help somebody. Bye-bye. <laughs>